Welcome to the Learning Exchange, where L&D and HR professionals can dig deep into the ever-changing landscape of online learning and talent development. Each episode, we'll explore innovations in learning and discuss best practices with special guests from inside and outside the learning world. L&D is evolving, and the Learning Exchange is here to help you keep pace. Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Learning Exchange. On this episode... I'm going to dig into a really fun topic, modality matters. In today's world, where all the rules have been changed, especially as compared to even one or two years ago, we as learning and development have to constantly be aware of our learners and their ever-changing needs. This means, in many cases, that we have a very big opportunity to revisit our delivery methods and determine how and when to make changes that can offer value to our learners in the best ways possible. I think we can all agree that a one-size-fits-all approach is not effective, especially in our current world of always-on technology and the constant competition for headspace and attention. If we want to ensure that knowledge is transferred, gained, and able to be applied on the job. I think the one-size-fits-all approach is something that's very easy for us as L&D professionals to deliver um, because we just build it once we are able to get into more of a factory style mindset. Sometimes it's about how much content can we crank out because there is an urgent need. But I caution you to really stop and think about the needs of your learners and take the longer route where, uh, where possible, where it makes sense. Whether we're talking about micro-learning, structured e-learning, infographics, blogs, social peer-to-peer interactions, or some other format, your learners have a wide array of needs. So we have to be willing to explore as many ways as possible to support them and make sure that we are committed to their success in learning. Now, it could be that some of the modality or the delivery options are predetermined for you if you're using third-party or off-the-shelf content. However, this doesn't mean that you have to stop delivering content on that topic just using that item. You can always bring additional components together and provide additional support to the program, maybe introductory pieces, maybe support and reinforcement pieces, Um, It doesn't have to start and end with that piece of content that you purchased. We can find a ton of ways to really extend the learning long past that one and done e-learning, if that may be what you're leveraging. As an example, to uh, kind of bring this to life, let's pick anti-harassment training. Let's pick security awareness training. These are two topics that I think virtually every employee, certainly in the U.S., has to engage with. and. Oftentimes, uh, we, I think, make the choice to rely on people whose business is nothing but delivering this content so that we don't have to get caught up and mired down in trying to make sure we understand the regulations and that we are keeping it up to date. Uh, Same thing could be said around uh, food handler, food safety, uh, alcohol service, a wide variety of topics fit this footprint. Now, when you buy these e-learning courses from an off-the-shelf provider, there's a good chance that they're going to contain a pretty healthy amount of interactions. You'll have some pages, like traditional 
page turner information where the learner is uh, either watching or listening to a talking head and uh, just navigating through almost mindlessly. So as an example, you purchase an e-learning course from a content provider on the topic of, let's say, anti-harassment. The course probably contains a series of interactions. It might have some pages that the learner needs to read. Maybe it's got some video elements that they need to watch. Maybe even a few questions to check their knowledge along the way. In some cases, there is a full-blown exam at the end of the course. Now, that that's an effective way to introduce the topic, to check the box. But I think there's ways that we can really extend the learning and make sure that people are actually taking away the things that we need them to take away and internalize for a long time to come, not just the five minutes after we're done. And we could think about really adding a whole bunch of content to surround that piece that we purchased. Maybe a quick reference guide that helps your learners recall the most critical information. Uh, maybe you could bring an infographic that highlights certain other business components. Maybe bring a financial connection to the topic, help them understand the impact of doing or not doing whatever the thing is that we're talking about. Maybe you could consider bringing some personal messages from your leadership team. Maybe it's a video message, maybe it's a voicemail, an audio clip, uh, something that might signal a commitment to the company supporting the topic or supporting the journey of learning. So now we've taken the one piece that we've purchased off the shelf that may already be predetermined for us in its modality, and we've added to it a few other components that are designed to really help engage with all different learning styles. Uh, really trying to make sure there's something for everybody in the topic itself so that everybody's got a fair chance at success. Uh, you could even consider adding quizzes or more formal testing or knowledge checks on frequent intervals after the learning is done to just keep it top of mind, make sure people are, are really remembering and committing the information to memory. In addition, I think that we could consider often other modalities that can help convey the initial learning content or provide support as reinforcements, things like podcasts, infographics, job aids, even explorative scenario-based journeys, which might require the learner to use critical thinking and logic to validate the knowledge and to get creative in how they find ways to apply it to their on-the-job experience. When we do these kinds of things, we're also uh, not only are we touching and, and checking the box to make sure the learning style is satisfied and that the learner has the greatest chance for success, we're also reinforcing the knowledge. We're improving the level of engagement, which does translate to an increase in knowledge transfer. Uh, we can make it kind of fun, maybe keep it exciting and, and keep the game changing every so often. It keeps it fresh. As I mentioned, we also need to make sure we keep the learner's learning style in mind. Just because I prefer to teach a topic in a certain way or because I prefer to approach a topic in a certain way doesn't mean my learners are in line with that. All learners learn differently. Even you, you probably learn different topics differently because you've got different learning style preferences depending on the topic, the nature of the content. Um, whether it's something that requires more of an active presence and an engagement, whether it's something that's more of a passive consumption, like a video-based learning, 
So always be willing to explore a wide variety of options and modalities that can tap into the needs of each of your learners' learning styles where possible to keep them engaged at all times. Mm-hmm.